This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. And welcome to the Vedic Wisdom. Thanks for being with us today. Today I want to talk to you about, actually it's about standing your ground, about standing up in circumstances that most people wouldn't. We're being trained in this society to be lethargic, to uh, be uh, callous to other people's problems, and to think that something going on is none of my business. Now, from a personal point of view, certainly we all have our individual rights and our individual space. And, yeah, you should keep yourself independent. But from the point of view of injustices, it's a different subject. I mean, we have laws of the land. Generally speaking, laws are supposed to be to protect the innocent. They're supposed to be to protect property. To regulate society, you have to keep to the right or left. You have to stop at a red light. Variety of things like this that are organizational and they're to maintain equality. But what if someone comes and makes a law and says, uh, say you, you can't have a garden. Or says you can't complain about having to pay taxes. <laughs> Everybody does that. Oh, sorry. A variety of things like that. What about a law that says the bank can dip into your checking account or savings account without your permission? When you get laws like this, you know that the society is not being governed by honesty and truthfulness any longer. So if you have that situation, this generally this is uh, tyranny. So who should stand up if there's tyranny in the society? Well, democracy means everybody should stand up. Just like everybody has to do jury duty. Everyone has to play their role and take part in the balance of justice, in standing up for the truth. Someone takes a, a jury duty position, they have to be uh, impartial. They're checked out by the prosecution and the defense. Are you impartial? Do you know these people in ahead of time? Do you have any position on this subject? Or are you going to just go by the facts presented in the case? And that's to determine whether or not you're suitable. But when it comes down to the truth, everybody is suitable and everybody has to take a stand. The idea there's a car accident, you witnessed it. So you don't make up a bunch of things about what happened. You relate the truth. The investigating officer comes and did you see this? Yes, I saw that. And what did you see? And you tell the truth. So this is the, the human responsibility. This is the human nature. We are committed to the truth and we are compassionate. So you can see that a circumstance can't arise in your life without any preparation, without any forewarning, that you have to be compassionate to someone and help them when they're in need. Say someone is being uh, mugged 
someone's trying to steal some lady's purse. And you're standing there, you witness it. Well, that means you are, by providence, you're in the right place at the right time. This is your moment to stand up. This is when this individual who needs help has the right to turn to you, the nearest person. We have an innocent person, we have a criminal, and we have you, the third party. So your responsibility from a social point of view, from a human point of view, is to give aid. Now, if someone makes a law and says, you can't help that person, that's tyranny. They're saying that the criminals can do what they do, but you can't help them. You have to call the police. Only they can help them. This is trying to take the power of humanity away from the humans. This, everyone has to stand up against that, just like everyone has to stand up to help the lady who's being attacked. So we have compassion, and we have commitment to the truth, and we have to, as individuals, when the moment comes in our life at some point, we have to stand for those things, or you cannot claim you're human. You've fallen immediately. It only takes an instant. You've fallen into animalistic conception of life, which is my personal survival only. You very, very rarely see animals come to the rescue of another animal. Maybe a, a, a mother to her young. But otherwise, you generally don't. And you see that in society. There's many, many uh, instances in movies and news articles that show someone being abused, beaten, whatever, attacked, and people just walking by. Someone laying in the street, heart attack, and everybody walking by. So this means that the society is not living on the human platform. Because from a human point of view, your natural instinct is to give aid. Similarly, when someone is lying, you speak up. No, that's not what happened. You're lying. What really happened is this. I saw it. I was there. I know. So the natural human inclination is to stand up for the truth, to be a compassionate being. Well, when it comes down to who makes a choice, what you should stand up for, it has to be on religious principles. It cannot be on man-made laws, because man can make a law that says it's illegal to have a garden, and so Mary's got a garden in her yard, uh, <laughs> so you report her to the police. It's a bogus law. Of course you won't. It's a human right to eat and grow food. It's a human nature, human right, divine right. So the divine rights and the laws of the Lord the laws of nature we must all defend. They are superior to us. We don't have the right to uh, interpret or to uh, choose when they're applicable and when they're not. They are universally so. So as humans, we need to be conscious of this fact. We need to be trained as children. We need to be responsible during the entire duration, our presence on the planet. That there is a responsibility that comes with being a human. 
This responsibility is compassion and truthfulness in all circumstances. So are we practicing that as a society? Obviously not. Because the biggest problem we have in our society right now is liars. Everybody knows that the politicians are liars. Well, why do we accept them as politicians then? Why do we want people making laws and leading us that aren't of the standard of you and me and the neighbors, the guys at the pub and the ladies at the club? Why would we want those people to be leaders? Used car salesman. Now oh, she's a fine car. Just got it in. Great car. Everything about it works fine. Don't start it up, though. <laughs> Why would we buy a car from someone like that? Well, we all try not to. We all look for the car salesman who's reputable. If you know their uh, cut rate, <laughs> a variety of issues, you, you, uh, excuse me, uh, conditions that tip you off that they're not necessarily going to give you the, the straight story. Well, why are we allowing those things in our society? You don't want a cheater. You don't want to be cheated. You're not out in your life to cheat your way to the top. Then those people that are, they need to be corrected. Now, in, in most societies, well, actually, in all societies, there is a prison system for those people that are criminals. And lying and deceiving and cheating and all this is actually criminal activity. But we don't have those people in criminals, in, in prison. They aren't put, put aside. They aren't punished. They aren't even punished in the schools. The schools, the, the, the ignorant school system, they punish all the children. One person steals something, won't admit that I stole it. Well, all the children have to stay after school. How ridiculous. The masses are being punished for the one who's incorrect. So it either forces the people to squeal on the person who did it, or to all the people to suffer for the acts of one. Well, if we have to suffer for the acts of one, all you need is two or three bad eggs, and the whole society will be retarded. Everybody's life will be stunted. Because the punishment system is imposed upon everyone, not the guilty parties. This is ignorance. This in itself is cheating. This in itself should be punished. The teacher who brings the whole class in should be punished. Because it's not fair upon the students who did nothing wrong. End of story. If you can't find out who did it, work at it. Gradually, it will unfold. But not trying and just punishing everybody until someone squeals, that's criminal. The teacher should be punished. Similarly, the politicians, they're punishing. They need punishing. They say, I won't do this. Six months later, I'm doing it. I'm going to see to it that we don't have to pay that. Oh, you have to pay that now. They should be punished. Because the whole society is being stunted. Because there's no fairness. And the people turn around and go, oh, the politicians cheated me. The government cheated me. I can't stand it. The teacher cheated me. I'm, I'm so angry I'm going to cheat somebody. And the whole bad mentality poisons the next level, the next level, the next level. And society's morals are poisoned. 
Yet the Lord says, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal, don't, don't have sexual relations with someone else's wife. Don't burn down a place. Don't attack with weapons. Don't give poison. Uh, don't ruin a crop. There's so many things that are not to be done if you want to call yourself a human. So everyone in the human form of life has a responsibility to stand up for the codes of God. Because his plan is that everyone mature and come to a higher state of consciousness such that they're prepared, they're ready to enter into selfless service of God. They're actually to the point where they've given up their attachment to things. They're seeing to uh, good endeavors in their life and honesty, truthfulness, compassion, caring, uh, properly educated, full of knowledge, aware of God's will and wishes and acting in accordance. So society is supposed to bring the child, the infant, up to that preliminary platform where they've been trained with morals and principles and standards and respect for God and respect for God's laws and understanding they have a duty and a responsibility just by being human. They don't get to act like animals. They don't get to be cruel the whole meat-eating process is cruelty, nothing else. That's all it is. It's unnecessary cruelty upon other creatures that can't defend themselves. End of story. You just don't notice because it comes in a package. But it's being done for you. So this is not human society. There are so many symptoms of what is going on in our world that are symptoms that this society is not human. It's animalistic. It's bound by evil people. Criminals, liars, cheaters, thieves, murderers running the planet. Oh, yeah, they wear shirt and tie. Oh, yeah, they may wear a uniform. They may have been so-called elected to their post. But we know that the voting machines are, are all cheated. I saw a video the other day where a man who programmed the voting machines to, to come up with the answer they wanted it to. <laughs> for major elections all around the world. He programmed the machines they make for you to go in and vote. So there is no truthfulness in the society. So it filters at the top, excuse me, so it filters down to the general populace. And you get it now. People say, oh, this person wants a bike. Oh, I know where I can get a bike for $25. I'll bet I can make him pay 300 he doesn't want to pass on the good deal to the guy and make a little for doing it. He wants to exploit the person's need. He needs a bike. He doesn't have a car. He needs a bike to get to work. So oh, I'll exploit him and make money. This is retarded. And we have a society that everyone thinks that if I can exploit, cheat, steal, deceive anything, that's okay. But according to the laws of nature, it's not. For the karmetic law impacts upon everyone, and it pushes you. If you do good, you get good. Fine. You do bad, you get bad. Oh, dear. And we have a society that's doing a lot more bad than good. We're being deceived by the leaders, by the education system, by the media, by the courts, the police, the lawyers, all of the institutions, the health system 
The whole thing is corrupt. Because at the top, somebody's running the money and running the information and running the conclusion they want. And society is being uh, dealt, uh, dealt a narrative as to what is acceptable behavior and what is acceptable standard and what is the right perception of what is going on. And you have to harmonize. You must fit in. You must all be the same. That is the basis of this perverted society we're living in. But this is not the goal of human life. This is not healthy condition. You are not getting to be your natural, individual, unique self. And that is the prerequisite to being God conscious, to becoming a servant of God, to leaving the material world and going back to Godhead. You have to come out of the illusion that you're a, this body and that the society live, you live in is what you're to comply with. You're to comply with the wishes of the Lord. And they're superior to the standards set in societies all over the planet. How can I say that? Because everyone is killing and eating the innocent animals. Everyone is killing babies in the womb. Everyone is lying to make money. Everybody is allowing cheating politicians to make laws that are against God's laws. It is illegal in this country to grow a garden. Check it. Go ahead. Look it up. The banks can steal the money out of your account without your permission. Legally. Well, not right. Look it up. Do your homework. The media is deceiving you not to want to look at this. You're too busy looking at the toy in your hand, your phone, or watching the evening news. There couldn't be a worse program to watch. It's full of misinformation on purpose so that you don't have a conception of what is possible that matches up with what is actually possible. You're being restricted and limited into a misconception of life because the television and all of that side of things is godless. They're not preaching love of God. They're not preaching morality. They're not teaching common sense. They're not teaching responsibility. They're not teaching honesty. They're not showing fairness. They're not keeping you from getting addicted to drugs. They're not teaching you to earn your way. They're teaching you anything you can get away with is fine. That's not God's point of view. That's not an intelligent person's point of view. That's not an honest person's point of view. It shouldn't be your point of view. But the society is making you think, I have no choice. I'm just going to get through. I'll act like everybody else does. I'll do what's acceptable. And I'll try to get through this situation so that I come out the other end as high up the ladder as I can. And why don't you want to stand up when there's a circumstance in front of you? Because you're concerned about your family. You're concerned about your friends. You're concerned about endangering your life. You want to protect your body from harm. But the Vedic literature teaches we are not these bodies. These bodies are all temporary existence. They come and they go. You can't protect your body from death. It will come. Either of old age in long term, or some incident in short term. But you can't keep it. 
So if you understand that and that you're the eternal living entity, standing up for God's principles, standing up for truthfulness, standing up for what is right should be your focus. You can't stand up for false values. You get caught by them. Everybody's just concerned with taking care of the eating problem. As long as I'm eating, I don't really care what everybody else is doing around me. I don't care if the environment's being destroyed. I don't care if people are going to jail. I don't care if people are being abused. I don't care if there's a lot of rape in our town. I don't care about all that stuff as long as I'm eating well and there's no problems with my family and friends. This is selfishness. This is ignorance. This is not God consciousness. This is not the standard of a person who has developed themselves to understand the difference between right and wrong. God's divine laws and man's faulty laws. The laws should harmonize. They should support one another. The laws of the, of the man should be that you say what religion you are, and the law will make sure that you follow those vows of that religion. You can be any religion you want, but you must do it. You must follow. You must be a practicer. You can't say, oh, in theory, I'm this religion, or in theory, my parents were this religion. No, you, if you are that religion, and it says you must do this, and you must do that, and you must pray, or worship, or you must, whatever it is, the law to support the development of love of God should see to it that you follow those rules. Not just talk about it. So everyone has a responsibility to become the best they can be. To be a unique individual with characteristics and qualities and point of view that is your own. And that can only come when you have all the facts and information on any given subject and you interpret and you express yourself accordingly. You don't need to have the facts presented you on a, to you on a television that is exactly what they want you to think, to do, to say. God isn't doing that. God didn't make one type of person. He made a multitude, of variety of persons. Because he enjoys the variety. You do too. You enjoy meeting a new person of different variety, of different resource, of different uh, upbringing. Their unique point of view is often very refreshing. And they similarly see the same in you. Unless you're one of the same Talk about the same subjects, concerned about the same things, dress the same, carry the same phone, do the same everything. This is not individual. This is the hive mind that's being built into you by your phone and the television set and the Tetra Towers. They're controlling you and you can't see it so you don't believe it. How childish. You're not using your intelligence, you're using your eyes. If I can't see it, it isn't there. Well, you're breathing, aren't you? And you can't see the air. So you best think about a lot of other things that are out there that you can't see. You can't see radio waves. You can't see TV waves. You can't see phone. You can't see a whole host of spectrums of light and sound and uh, other types of wa um, radio and microwaves. So they can be impacting you, and they are. Everybody wants to throw out the conspiracy theory. No. Read the facts. Do look at the science. Do some homework. 
You have a responsibility to stand up for the truth, to stand up for your divine rights, to stand up to be an individual unique, to become a person who is of interest to God. A person who has a point of view, who has a strong desire to do, live, know, and stand up for the truth. So since you're not trained in religious principles, and you're not trained in truthfulness, and you don't have a practical experience of how to reward and punish, you go on repeating the problem that was imposed upon you. This is not what we're supposed to do. This is not the way humans are supposed to live. So the Vedic literature teaches that becoming God-conscious starts with becoming self-conscious. And self-conscious means you are aware of your responsibilities to society, to your family, to yourself, to God, to the spiritual master, to all the great personalities who preceded you in teaching you how a human should act. We should all act responsibly. We should all purify ourselves such that we can become servants of God. We should all be educated above the laws of the land into the divine laws of God. We should all maintain and protect our compassion to all beings, not become callous. Humans are killing and eating every other species. It's amazing. Some places they eat cats and dogs, some people they eat cows and horses, some places they eat wild beasts, some places they eat bugs and insects, fish, everything, bird, butterflies, anything that flies, runs, walks, crawls, swims. Humans are eating it. How absurd. The balance of nature is destroyed by this ignorance. Habitat is destroyed because there's no compassion for their right to live. Because you're becoming callous to everyone's right to live but yours. This is a very dangerous mentality. It does not lead to longevity. It does not need to lead to love of God. It does not lead to enlightenment. It leads to suffering and anxiety to others and then to you for the karmetic reaction. So you need to study the Vedic literature. You need to read Bhagavad Gita as it is by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the spiritual master for this planet. He is the topmost spiritual being. Every other spiritual person, everyone is beneath Him. Everyone learns from Him. You can too, directly read Bhagavad Gita as it is. No other book. That is the way. You have to get knowledge from the self-realized soul such that you can become a realized soul and lift yourself to the platform of human and qualify to be lifted to the platform of servant of God that gets you a chance to be removed from the material tabernacle of life, return to the spiritual tabernacle of life, and become an eternal servant of God. That's your real constitutional, natural position. That's home. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.